what is up still studies happy friday everyone happy weekend kicking it off here hoping you're having a fantastic day this january 14th 2022 welcome to episode number 206 of the study session and today is my <clears throat> prediction episode for this Sunday's big, big game, Wild Card Weekend. The Pittsburgh Steelers, your Pittsburgh Steelers, travel to Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs in a big, big game for the Steelers. Single elimination, win and move on, lose and go home. And it's very exciting, and I'm going to give you my take on how I see this thing playing out. As I like to begin, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the study, listening, reading, sharing with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I would love to connect with you. There are three ways that you could do so. Drop me a line via comment on the website. Hit me up via email at thestillstudy@gmail.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter, at Still Study. Drop me a line there. I take your questions, comments, and feedback. They get funneled into the Saturday edition of the study session. It's the Steelers Saturday Mailbag, where basically you create the content of that show. So I'd love for you to be a part of that. And I'd also be remiss if I didn't mention the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site. The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called the Still City Insider Podcast. We record every Tuesday at the dark hour of 5 a.m. and post between 6 and 6.30. Check that out. It's linked in the show notes. Jim is one of the goats of Steelers beat writers, having covered the team since 1995. He's super insightful, and you don't want to miss that, so check that out. So here we go. Kansas City, the juggernaut. The best quarterback in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes. Tremendous arm strength, arm talent, the ability to flick his wrist and send the ball 60-plus yards down the field. Phenomenal vision in the pocket, able to feel pressure and create time. Avoid the rush. It's so hard to bring him down and sack him. It's so hard to force him into bad decisions and interceptions. He just dominates. And even if the team gets down by a significant number of points, it doesn't matter because in an instant, that offense is quick strike capable. And a 20-point deficit can be thwarted very quickly. This is a deadly team. This is a team that a lot of pundits believe will win the Super Bowl, and rightly so. So the Steelers have their work cut out for them. I've went into my thoughts on this game. I'm going to rehash those here on how I see this playing out. But I think the Steelers have to prioritize the run. They have to 
shorten this game. They have to keep the Kansas City offense off the field. The way the Steelers can accomplish that is by prioritizing the running game and pounding the football. Even if that means run on first down, run on second down, run on third down, run the ball. And I don't want to see any of this nonsense Benny Snell coming in to to spell Najee. No, this is the postseason. Harris gets all the carries. He needs to touch the football 100% of the time. When they do that, when they prioritize the running game, it's going to allow Pittsburgh to dominate time of possession and keep the Chiefs on the bench. Keep them cold. Keep them out of a rhythm. Now, that's going to put the onus on the offensive line to create space for Harris. We don't know if Kevin Dotson's going to get the call and start at left guard or if that's going to continue to be John LeGlue. But we know J.C. Hosnauer is going to be starting at center. That's going to be something different from what we saw with this offensive line the last time they went to KC. And the other piece to acknowledge here is that Adrian Clem was the commander in charge of the O-line the last time they played. He's now gone, and now it's Chris Morgan. So there's been a somewhat of a shift, a, a mentality shift, and a shift in performance these last two weeks. So keep that in mind. But space has to be created for Harris. Here's the other thing. Harris can't go east and west. He's got to be running north and south. He's got to commit to the hole and run. And then in terms of the passing attack, it should be conservative. Now there should be moments where the Steelers take their shots down the field. They're going to have to do that to keep the defense honest. I think Claypool will be involved in the game plan here with some shots down the sidelines. And even if they don't result in completions, if they draw a pass interference penalty, that's just as good as a completion. But pepper in some short passes to Freyermuth, Harris out of the backfield, maybe some crossing routes to Johnson, and control the clock. And a stat I went over the other day about the losses that Kansas City has experienced so far this year. Every team they lost who scored 27 or more points. The Steelers are going to have to get to that number. They're going to have to get to 27. So that means they can't wait until the fourth quarter to start scoring points. If they let this team get a big lead on them, We're going to see more of the same what happened on December 26th. So they've got to come out, even if it's just field goals early, they have to get points in order to play with KC. So we have to hope that Harris plays like a man possessed 
is chunking yards. The receivers make big plays when called upon. Ben plays within the game plan. That's got to be the offensive philosophy. On defense, I don't know how you contain Mahomes. I don't know how you do it. I don't think you can do it. I don't think the Steelers have the personnel to shut him down. And the way that I think they'll attack him, and remember, Schobert and Bush didn't play in that last contest because they were on the COVID list. But I think you have to prioritize covering the pass. Sure, we know all the weaknesses, the glaring weaknesses with this rushing defense. That's evident. But Andy Reid is a passing-minded coach. And when you have the best quarterback in the NFL, that's how you're going to attack. It doesn't mean that they're not going to pick their spots to run because they will. But the Steelers are going to construct their defense around stopping the pass. So you're going to see more defensive backs on the the field. With the recent emergence of Akello Witherspoon, you're going to see Witherspoon out there alongside Hayden and Sutton and some unique type of nickel and dime packages. Your edge rushers are going to have to maintain their rushing lanes so that Mahomes doesn't scramble for a big gain. And again, it's asking for a lot for this defense to do that. And I don't know if they can, but if they could force at least two turnovers... And that's what's going to have to happen. They're going to have to force turnovers on the defensive side of the football in order to stay in this game. Question is, is can they force those turnovers? The capability is there, no doubt. The ability is there. The desire is there. But can they do it? And so with all that said... There's also the factor of the struggles that this team has had all year in terms of consistency, in terms of poor offensive line play, in terms of an anemic running game, in terms of an ineffective passing game, in terms of getting gashed in the running game. The last two weeks have been better showings from this team and I think one of the biggest moves that you can argue and if this if this thing continues is if this postseason continues for the Steelers and if they somehow win Sunday night and if they continue winning I think the one thing that we're going to point to is a major factor in the change and performance of this team it's going to be Chris Morgan, the offensive line coach, J.C. Haasenauer. And I know that doesn't seem like 
monumental changes, but sometimes subtle shifts can have major impact and can produce big gains. And I think if the Steelers win in Kansas City, that's going to give more credence to the benefits of that adjustment. So how does this all play out? How is this all going to go down? Well, if you remember when they played Kansas City the first time, I said there was no way in snap that they were going to win, that they had a chance to win. I thought it was going to be like a 40-burger 40, 40 to I can't even remember. I don't feel that way about this game. Nobody's giving the Steelers a chance on Sunday. Nobody thinks they have an opportunity. And that alone isn't a reason to believe that they're going to win. It's just not. It's not enough. But something that has been encouraging to me and that makes me feel differently about this team is the fact that they are starting to believe in their collective powers. I paid close attention to the interview with Ray Ray McLeod and Cameron Sutton on Monday and just their approach to those press conferences and the information they shared This sounds like a focused team who believes and there's power in that. And they've got nothing to lose heading into Kansas City. So here are a few things that I see happening. The first quarter will be another sluggish output by the Steelers. I can see Kansas City getting up say 10 nothing, but then second quarter we're going to see a shift and I think Najee Harris finds lots of space on Sunday and gets this running game going and Kansas City won't have an answer for it I think Ben Roethlisberger has an efficient game without any gaudy statistics, but I do think he hits Claypool deep on either a touchdown or a big 50-plus yarder or a big pass interference penalty. I think he's going to test this team deep at times. He's going to pick his spots to go downfield, and I think that'll be a factor in either a touchdown or setting up a score, a critical score. And here's the other thing I'm calling for. I think Tomlin's going to lay out all stops. He's going to put all the cards on the table. I'm calling for some type of fake punt. Some type of fake punt this weekend that results in a big gain, big play. And then I'm going to go one further. We're going to see a massive return by Ray Ray McLeod that's going to put this team in solid field position. 
Najee Harris is your star of the game. Patrick Mahomes has a decent statistical day to the tune of 260, but he does make a critical error. He throws a pick. The Steelers don't get home a ton in terms of the pass rush, but they do play well in keeping everything in front of them on defense. The Chiefs don't test the rushing defense. They stick to the pass. And in another close game, your Pittsburgh Steelers leave Arrowhead with a 29-27 victory. And they move on to the second round to take on the Tennessee Titans. Yes, I believe this Pittsburgh Steelers team finds a way to win in Arrowhead. Let's hope I'm right. Let's hope I'm right. That's how I see it playing out. What do you think? Would love to hear. Drop me your comments. Can't wait to check back on this prediction to see if I was accurate. But again, the Steelers got to score more than 27 points. They're, I got them at 29. We're going to have some big plays here. They make the plays when they need to. They move on. They live to fight another day. And they're going to believe in it even more heading into Tennessee. And studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of this Friday prediction episode. My gratitude and appreciation to you. Thank you for joining me. It means the world to me. Please continue to share it with your family and friends. Check out the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site. It's linked in the show notes. Still City Insider Podcast. Love you guys. Hope you have a great Friday, great weekend. And let's cheer our Pittsburgh Steelers on to a playoff victory. Hopefully they can get it done. Gotta believe, man. But it's great to have this opportunity. And we'll see how it all plays out. And remember, you are part of the Steelers Nation. And not everybody is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. But you, my black and gold brethren, most certainly are. Peace, everyone. Have a great day.